Chaos Critters, a Crit Hippo podcast. We love to hear from you. Our email is nat20hippo at gmail.com. And if you have any fan art, send it our way. You can find us on all your uh, normal social media websites, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. We don't tend to tweet that much, uh, and my TikTok tends to be mostly animals. You can really find all of our links at crithippo.com. If you've been with us this long, we're so happy for you to share the story with us. It's been almost a year uh, producing this podcast. It's actually been two years since we lagged behind following COVID. Um, But we're almost at a year of episodes, and that's pretty fantastic. Things get complicated. Life gets complicated. That's really why I wanted to release these podcasts on Tuesdays. I hope you really enjoy them, and we can get to the show. Episode 50, Fairy Tales and Fireflies. The same title of author Selena J. Eckert, who plays Honey's uh, fairy tale retellings in real life. Check out wherever you get your books online. The critters struggle to fight back the darkness of hags and death. They do their best to fight on, but morale starts to fade until... Oh, then I don't lose my six-level spell slot. No, uh, that's a nat 20. Uh, oh, yeah. So that will hit... There's no way I don't die on 8d12. Yeah. Um, Actually, you know what? Yeah. 8d12, 8d16, 96. No, you couldn't do enough anyway. I'm done. Oh, to kill you? It wouldn't outright kill me even if you rolled all 12. Let me know when you break 20. I just hit 20. There you go, I'm down. Okay. And then it would have been 14 more. Wait, did you have disadvantage on that roll? She knows where you're at. All right, Tremor son. So that's her bonus action. So, Roxanne and Barry are down right now. Champion's down. If we ever make it to my turn, I'm going to get back up. I know, I know. <laughs> um, She's going to see that you're down and move back this What was that? No, uh, right there is where she'd be. Okay, that's her turn. Uh, Lair action. It's going to drop um, some of the thing. Oops, sorry. Sorry, honey, I murdered you. I mean, you're well on your way to murdering the whole party. Listen, this ain't my fault. It's the hag's fault. Okay. So, Raksha, it's your turn. Death saving throw. Nat 20. You're back up with one hit point. You roll so many nat 20s, it's amazing. Okay, that's... Frank. Is that my turn, or can I do something? Death saving rolls happen at the very beginning of your turn. So then you can do something. You have one hit point. Um, I think would be a good time to get my horn out and blow it. Okay. So, do it. That's what we're gonna do. So, 2d4 plus 2 of those (laughs) berserkers. You you roll it, Kayla. Yeah, Kayla, you roll it. Uh, Okay, give me a second. I cannot believe you just nat 20. That's so good. (laughs) That death save. My gosh. 10? 10. You maxed it out? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to back you up a little bit because they're going to form between you and them. Oh my goodness. I called that Guys, they're wolves. Yes! Oh, yes! amazing. Amazing. Here are my pretties. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Rock's just like... Mom energy just went up tenfold. Well, it did go up tenfold because you hear them yell, You can't hurt our mom. <laughs> oh, are they actually her puppies? Okay. Are they her puppies? I'm just getting a blank look. I will stop talking now. Puppies. Okay. okay. So you're going to have to control these. I'm not dealing with any of this. <laughs> Hold on. I need to organize my... So I put four of them around the hag and six of them around the steel predator, which is what it is. The cat thing. Because that's all that would fit, pretty much. And there's eight of them, right? There's ten of them. Oh, there's ten of them. You're, you told me there were ten. I forgot to plus two. Okay. In my head when I was writing down all the numbers. 
<laughs> so, so you rolled max, but then forgot the extra two for luck. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to do my attacks first. Uh, so they pushed you back a little bit. You can't quite get in there, and you have one hit point. Just want to reiterate that. Also, I think it takes an action to blow the horn. Yeah, it, it does. does. And I think they would disappear if you go unconscious. Yeah. Right. They last for an hour. Oh, okay. So, yeah, until they hit zero hit points. What's up, Ikira? Oh, no, never mind. That's just Honey in with the angle. Yeah. So we're going to back, back, back it up a little bit. <laughs> um, Kayla, okay. you do have the potion of greater healing, but that's going to be an action to drink, so you can't do it right now. Yeah. I just saw that when I was looking at the Google Docs. I'm like, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> was what went through my head. Okay. So, do 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 do. So to hit, it is a plus one, plus five. That's what we're gonna go with. Okay. Yeah, plus five to hit. Um, the the one that is the thing still on top of Barry. Well, the we're gonna attack the one near Barry, and yeah. that is a twenty-three to hit. Remember, they attack recklessly. Pack tactics. No, they don't get so pack all... tactics, but they get reckless attacks. What so does you, that mean exactly? You get advantage, and any attack against them has advantage. It's easier for them to hit, but it's easier for them to get hit. So every time they attack, roll and two then, die. Okay, and then that's 1d12 plus 3. What damage did they roll? 10. No, no, what, um, I'm sorry, what was the, to hit? 23. Okay, yeah, that hit, so it took 10 damage? Yeah. Okay, and then there's 5 more on it. One attack. Okay. So the second one did an attack. Uh, that one's probably not going to hit with an 11. No, it's the AC's 20. Well then. <laughs> there's a nat 20 for you. Okay. Who is Shakaya? Okay. So usually I roll then like my 4d6 instead of 2d6. So is this 2d12s or still 1d12? 2d12. Two? Twenty-four damage. Okay. Cool. And you have two more, I think, to attack. Yes. On that one, then you have three, one. four more on the hag. That one's not gonna. Or yeah, that one did an attack. So then, can we move on to the hag then? So the other two missed, or yeah, the okay. other two missed. So then, on the hag, there's four. So roll those. They all get advantage. Twenty-three. 23 hits. 14 damage. Okay. Another nat 20. Okay. That's 29 damage. Okay. Two more to go. That's another nat 20. Jesus Christ. Dang, I gotta buy my dice where you buy your dice. <laughs> I'm using an app. I gotta get that app. That's 19 to hit for okay. damage. And, we'll... and that one misses. And that one misses? Okay. Yeah. So after Raksha is champion, death save. Yes, sir. Ba ba ba. Okay. Death save first. That's a three. So that's a failure. And here comes the bad part, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see if I blink away the ethereal plane. That's a fourteen. I blink away. That's no good. No, it's not. So that's not a concentration? Nope. Okay. Barry, you heal um. for two D six. Oh, Max did Max heal. Bada boom, bada bing. Okay. Uh, I'm up. I have 12 hit points. There are so many wolves here that I didn't know were here. <laughs> These were not here when I fell asleep. So roll a roll a intelligence check for me. Just straight intelligence. I forget what I have. You have a it's a lot. It's plus a dirty four. 20. You have a plus four. Yeah, it's a, it's a dirty 20. A dirty 20? Okay. Yeah. At first, when you popped up, you're like, did Raksha just turn into a bunch of wolves? <laughs> And then oh, you God. see, you see, just past the wolves, Raksha's back there, looking pretty, pretty banged up. Uh, Raksha dissolved into a puddle of wolves when she took too much damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Um. Sorry, I'm thinking. Uh huh. Um. Okay. <sighs> Boy, there's a lot going on here. Um. Yes, there is. Right. Nifty. 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 Um. So there's the metal cat thing. There's the hag. Is the hag looking worn out? Or anything, or she's just there. She's there. They're not. They're both looking not great for wear, but they're not like tore up from the floor up. 
Okay. Okay. You know what? Sure. I'll take it. Um, alright. How she's all up is the is the honey bear between me and the hag? Like, is that gonna interfere with me hitting the hag? No. It's not gonna okay. heal you again. It's just kind of a spirit. Okay, cool. Well as long as I can sort of reach past it, uh, and, and punch this hag, I'm gonna do exactly that. Okay. Um Oh, oh y'all! Yo, I could have got defibrillated with this roll. Did roll two nat twenty. I just rolled two nat twenty. Oh, two shit. punches. Oh, but you know what? That's fine because that's a lot of dice. Um, that's really funny. Okay. Um, I gave you good luck. You did give me good luck. That's your all your all your kids. I was like, oh gosh, these are Roxas kids. I can't let them die. <laughs> um. All right. I'm gonna gather up all of my gay dice. That's such a pleasing number of dice. Um, hang on. Math time. That's 31 plus 10. 41 damage. Okay. Um, and that went so well, I'm going to burn a key point and I'm going to punch her two more times. Okay. Um, I'm finding my thing to check stuff out. Okay. Um, I was almost another crit, but that's going to be a, a 25 and a 29. Yep. Excellent. So that's going to be these. Best damage in the world, but it's fine. Six plus, so 16 more damage. Okay. And then, it, with all these wolves, do I have um, an egress where I can get out of right next to these things? What do you mean? Like, can I can I move away from the hag and the thing? Like, maybe if I go under the carpet? You would take an opportunity attack from the uh, steel predator because it was, atta- okay. it was attacking you. It wasn't just you attacking it. Okay, okay, I didn't know how close I was. Alright, then I am gonna stay right here um, and start vibrating again and hope that helps. Okay, Kira. Okay, um, Kira's gonna attempt to say something. Uh, pink bubbles will spill from your mouth. So I try to exclaim, oh no, what's happening to me? And more pink bubbles. Um, how much movement would it take for me to reach one of the wolves? 35. If I, like, so if I guess if I bit one, I'd be in melee with it, and I couldn't back out without disengaging, huh? Wait, what? Um, I don't have so, like, because my HP's not too low, I want to try to go down and bite it, because I imagine I can do that, my mouth isn't locked up. You're going to bite one of, uh, Roxas' children? Oh, sorry, they are Roxas. My bad. I was still on the phone with Josh, so I kind of saw bits and pieces, and then heard bits and pieces. So you thought a giant civil war just broke out? Oh, gotcha. Okay. So then where do I see any bad guys? Anywhere? Uh, in front of them would be, so about 40, 45 feet. You can hover just above, and everything's ruined. Um, <laughs> you can hover just above the steel predator. Okay, I might do that and just bite at it, because I do have the bite attack. Okay, can't quite get it. There we go. Okay, you can bite at it. I'm trying to find my bite attack, where it is here. Um... Unarmed attack, there it is. I think this must be it. So I'm going to bite, I'm going to roll a 15 plus 7. I'm going to assume that hits. That hits. And damage is... Okay, so I have... I just want to double check because I think like we weren't able to put this fully into the D&D Beyond, right? They just have that it's um, 1 plus strength modifier. Um, I had written down before it would be a 1d6 plus 2 piercing. Yeah. Alright, so I will go with that. Um... I'm guessing the two pier- plus two is your strength. That is my strength, yeah. Okay, so that's what it is. Yeah, okay. So that's only three. So uh, that would be a three piercing. And it does less damage than you think it would because it's non-magical. Right. Okay. So it does one point of damage. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Honey the bear. Okay, so in a Celadon. He's on a different... Unacceptable, but fine. Um, in that case, I'm going to... Hopefully he doesn't die. I can do. Um, I'm going to leave the honey bear next to Barry. Uh, how far away? Well, Raksha. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to use She's about five Balm of the Summer Court dice on her. Mm-hmm. So she'll get five temp So Raksha, you get 17 health and five temporary HP. Thank you, honey. Feel better. <laughs> um, so that was a bonus action. So mm-hmm. for my action, I'm going to take my last magic stone, and I'm going to throw it at that metal thing. Okay. That hits. Max. So 
Ten damage. Ten damage. Okay. Bludgeoning. Yep. Because it's magic. Um, it is the monster's turn, and it's going to attack wolves as many as it can if it can kill any. Um, what's the berserker's H or AC? AC. Yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen. I doubt it's gonna kill it. It might kill one, but that'd be it. So they that's... have sixty-seven hit points. Yeah. So all of these are gonna hit, and I'll tell you what the total is if it hits sixty-seven or not. Eleven for the first hit. Eighteen for the second hit. Fifteen for the third hit. So that's what thirty, uh, forty, fifty-four damage. On one of them. So Raksha, one of your wolves, has uh, 54 damage, and they have 60. So it has 13 health. I'll just write that on the board. I don't expect you to track that. That was its turn. It is now the... Um, Wait, which one did you attack? The one by the... Sh- one right here. This one. Okay. Okay, so it has 13 health right now. Um, it is now the Elder Hag's turn. And she is going to do something pretty evil. Wow. I know it exists. Where the hell is it? Um, oh, it's a spell. That's why I can't find it. I thought it was an ability. It's a spell. She's going to cast a spell. Anybody? Cast a spell? Okay. She briefly stops the flow of time for everyone but herself. No time passes for other creatures. Well, uh, she takes, we'll see how many turns, three turns in a row, during which she can use actions and move as normal. That's not cool. Nope. So the spell ends if one of the actions she uses during this period, or any effects that she creates during this period, affects a creature other than herself, or an object being worn or carried by someone other than her. In addition, the spell ends if she moves to a place more than a thousand feet from the location where she casts it. So, let's see. Let's see what she's doing. First off, she's moving the hell out of here. They don't get the opportunity to attack because um, of the temporal shift. She's going to, on turn one, she's going to... Well, that was... We'll say that was turn one. Um, and so she used a bonus action on turn one to move out of there. So there's quicksand in the middle of the babies. Um, she's going to do this. She's going to, when you cast a spell using a spell slot of fourth level or lower, you can condense the spell's magic into a moat that the spell is frozen in time at the moment of casting and held within the bead for one hour. The bead is a tiny object with 15 AC and one hit point, and it is immune to poison and psychic damage when the duration ends or the bead is destroyed. It vanishes in a flash of light and the spell is lost. The creature holding the bead can use its action to release the spell within upon the bead's disappearance. The spell uses your spell attack bonus. So basically, she's going to use this time to create a bunch of beads. Oh, she can only do it once, okay? Did you say it's a bead? She's going to create a bead. And it's going to contain a spell. So it casts a spell and puts it in a bead. That's one turn. Another turn, she's going to... Sorry, guys. A lot of crap. Yeah, there's a lot. You're good. Second thing she's going to do, she's going to conjure up a wall of swirling sand on the ground. Nope, she's not. She can't do that. She's going to transmute some rock, which means she chooses an area of stone or mud that you can see that fits within a 40-foot cube and is within the range, and choose one of the following effects. She transmutes the rock to mud. So basically, she's going to turn this sand to mud in a 40-foot cube. Yeah, but you guys are in the middle of two. So what does the mud do? Rough terrain? Uh, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. Your honeypot, hello. Oh yeah, there's honeypot. So she's going to do that. And then the last thing she's going to do is cast um, Erupting Earth. No, she's not going to do Erupting She's going to cast Fireball. So let me Fireball? Ca- Fireball. And she's got to upcast it because she's got a level 3 spell. She's going to cast it level 5. Uh, um, I think actually, am I close enough to her? I think I can counterspell. I think that's not verbal. You're, we're paused in time. Yeah, you guys are paused in time while she's preparing this. Oh, that's right. Okay, it doesn't matter. That's right. You should have counterspelled her pause in time. 
Eh, sorry. It was a level nine. Sometimes spell. I think of counter spell and sometimes I don't. <laughs> it wouldn't have helped. Where was the thing? Where was the transmuter rock? Okay. So let me read you transmute rock real quick, because this is what you'll land in when you come back, some of you. Uh, the ground in the spell's area becomes muddy enough that creatures can sink into it. Each foot that a creature moves through the mud costs four feet of movement. Any creature on the ground when you cast the spell must make a strength saving throw. A creature must also make the saving throw when it moves in the area for the first time or ends its turn there. On a failed save, the creature sinks into the mud and is restrained, though it can use an action to end the restrained condition on pulling itself free from the mud. If you cast this spell on the ceiling, I did not. Okay, so basically, strength save for everybody once they fall into it, and you're all going to fall into it once the fireball hits. So, fireball, the 20-foot radius. So she's going to try and hit as much as she can in here. Should have stayed away. Oh, honey, that's going to hit you. It's going to hit the dog. Really glad I backed back, backed it up. Okay, so, Raksha, just give me one deck save for all the berserkers, because I'm not, we're not rolling that many. Kira, give me a deck save. Um, Barry, give me a deck save. Honey, give me a deck save. I literally rolled a zero. Okay, so that's... Um, 18. 18. 18 is just enough. Let me double check that. I think it's exactly what you need. Yeah, 18 is the DC. So all your berserkers save. Yay! You rolled 10. You fail. Kira fails. Um, the so are you sure a zero fails? Yeah, the steel <laughs> predator fails. And Barry, what'd you roll? Um, you did you rule, rule that? Um, I don't, I don't. The wiggles don't apply to fireballs. Like it's not half damage on a fail, no damage on a save. If you were close to the edge, I might give it to you. But you're in the very middle. Okay, because that that impacts whether or not I try to pass this. But if I'm, I mean, if I'm gonna take damage either way, then I'm just gonna let myself fail this because any damage will kill me. So. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I failed. I did fail. So. Gotcha. So, then let's see, what is it? 8d6, I want to say? No, level 5. So, 10d6. Yeah, 10d6. <laughs> 30 damage. 30 fire damage, uh, 15 for anyone who saved. I'm shocked I'm not dead. So one of the berserkers drops because it was at 13 health, but the rest of them. Bye-bye. Rest of them are minus 15. And then uh, Fairy's unconscious again. And the Steel Predator. Uh, what was it? 30? It failed, so not looking wonderful. Um, Kira, are you still up? I am, believe it or not. Okay, honey, the bear, are you still up? I need you to roll a con save to maintain. Both of us? No, just, you're not maintaining a concentration spell. Oh, So it's okay. got to be 15 or higher. It drops, so the honey bear drops. Remember, you have a honey poppy, just so you know. So that, and then everyone falls into the mud except for Kira and honey. You're both flying. And so roll a strength save. I'll give, roll two strength saves, uh, Raksha. For myself? No, these are for the uh, berserkers. I'm going to give you a, a half and half. Instead of one save being for all of them. 17. Oh my goodness. And what's the other one? 18. So the 18 makes it. Half of them, which we'll say um, these four are sunk sunk into the mud. Barry's sunk into the mud a little bit. These five are not in the mud. This thing, uh, I gotta double check. I don't think it sunk in. It did not sink into the mud. Okay, so basically, uh, four wolves sunk into the mud, and that was it. Okay. Okay, her turn ends, and it's the lair action, which I'm not sure I'm going to give her, because she's exhausted after doing three rounds in a row. So it's going to be Raksha's turn. Cool. I have a question. How does the hag look? Not good. Good. Not like, good. Like, are we That's talking, like, 75% bad or, like, 50% bad? We're talking, like, 3% bad? Finisher. <laughs> You've got enough wolves by the edge there. They can definitely go freaking swarm her. Those are all the ones that are restrained. Uh, of course. No, but I haven't used my cape. I you have used not. my cape. <laughs> <laughs> She's what like, and then a dire wolf materializes on top of her. <laughs> What's that, Raksha? Watch that action surge. What'd you say, Raksha? 
Auction. Yeah. Um, we're we're gonna do it. We're gonna use the cape, and hopefully my dice don't fail me this time. <laughs> so. so I assume you're gonna spawn next to her. Okay. Get up in her business. Twenty-two hit. Twenty-two hits. Twelve damage. She is down. Yes. Twenty-three hit. Um, she's dead. <laughs> Like, dead, dead? Like, she's not going to jump back up? No, she's not going to jump back up. But if you... I don't think you'd be able to make it to the steel predator through the mud. So, I mean, you can definitely make sure she's finished. Okay, that's what we're... That's what we're going to do on my turn, at least. Because there's nothing else I can do. Okay. So we're going to turn her into my own personal chew toy. Okay. And then there's five berserkers that'll go on your turn uh, that are around the steel predator. And there's four that are in the mud that can make strength saves to try and get out. Okay. Um. Do you want me to con- tell you what her damage is, or just like she's dead? dead? She's dead. You claw like okay. you claw, and she goes down. But you're you're like, mm, I don't know, and then you just claw more. Okay. So now it's a strength save. Do you just want me to do one? Uh. Yes. Yeah. Buns to get out. Or it's, up, it's up to you. You could roll four if you want, since it's a low number and they're right there. Eighteen. Eighteen makes it. Seventeen. Fails. Nineteen. Nineteen makes it. And another nineteen. Okay, so three of them are out of the mud, but their turn is over. One of them is still in the mud. Its turn is over. You have five more that are not in the mud that can attack the steel predator. Okay. Uh... A dirty 20 to hit. That hits, just barely. 8 damage. 8 damage. 19 to hit. 19 misses. Another dirty 20. Dirty 20 just barely hits. 10 damage. Okay. Then I think I have one more. Um, that was t- 3. You have 2 more. No. 2 more? Yeah. 1 two. more, because 1 died. No, you had 5 on it, though. So you did 3, oh. 2 more. Nineteen. Nineteen misses. Twenty-one. Twenty-one hits. Nine damage. Okay. And Cracker Jacks is still there and up. Yes. Twenty-two to hit. Twenty-two hits. Five damage. Okay. Cool. And then is are they thirty feet away from Cracker Jacks? Who? The um the thing that the little guys were attacking. What do you mean? Like, if I wanted to send Cracker Jacks in there, would he be able to make it? He's already in there. Oh, he's already in there? Yeah. That's what the f- five damage was, right? No, that was one of the one of the little guys. Oh, okay. Well, Cracker Jacks is already in there. Oh, okay. Then... That's a 21 to hit. 21 hits. And that's nine damage. Ooh. He's close. He's, oh. he's so close. Cracker Jacks was almost the hero of this story. Um, champion. Yep, here we go. Uh, as they happen at the same time, I blink back to the material plane and I go for a death saving throw. Yep. That's an 18. Okay, so one success, one failure. And end of my turn, 12. I blink away. Okay, you're back on the uh, material plane. Uh, Barry. You make a death saving throw? It's going to be a 16. That's a success. Kira? Um, so I'm stuck in the mud, right? No, you were flying. Oh, okay. Okay, that's awesome. Um, so where am I then in comparison to... Because I, I guess I was in melee with a person, but... Yeah, you're in melee with the it. Case? You're in melee with it. You're just hovering, like, two feet off so, the ground. Okay, I wasn't sure if it had... Alright, so I'm still in melee with it, so I guess I'm going to bite it again. Okay. Um, so that will be not great. That will be, um, nine. That's not going to do it. Yeah, I kind of figured. <laughs> Honey the bear. All right, I guess that's that. So I can see Champion again? No, he's back in the ethereal plane. Oh. He blinked back and then blinked back. Okay. That happens even if he's unconscious? Yeah. So his body's being ping-ponged back and forth between the planes. So he's basically going to die before I can... Unless you were to hold an action to... Save him. But that's it. I can do that? You can hold an action to cast hold a heal. A spell. Yeah. Okay. But it would have you'd have to be in the position that you would have to be. Yeah. As long as I'm gonna be within 120 feet of when 
Okay. He reappears. That's a bonus action, though. He's not an action. Pretty much every heal is a bonus action. You know where he disappeared from? I'll drop healing spirit there. Okay. Um, but I have to be closer to drop it. How close? 60 feet. Um, right, right there, 60 feet. And I'm going to upcast it mm-hmm. to level, level 4. Okay. So when he does blink back, it'll be 3d6. Okay. Then the Steel Predator's turn, and Gira, these other things are too strong for it, so it's going to go after you. That's a 30 to hit, that's a 20 to hit, and that's a 31 to hit. That's 18 damage. 18 damage, Kira. Kira. She's muted. Back up. Sorry, just heard my name. I was pulling food out of the oven for Keith. 18 uh, damage. What's that? 18 damage. Uh, I am down. Okay, then it's going to turn and attack. Well, I guess it's going to use... It's going to turn and attack the uh, guys. So, again, it hits one. Hits, hits, hits one with two attacks. So that is 9 plus 7 is 16, and 7 plus 7 is 14. So 16 and 14 is 30, plus 15 is 45, and they have 67. So one of them is at 12 hit points. Okay, that's its turn. It is now Raksha's turn. Uh, we're going to start off with Cracker Jacks this time. Okay. <clears throat> with a 25 to That hits. You can't not kill it. And that's 11 damage. Okay, it had one hit point. Okay. See, Cracker Jacks was the hero of the story. And Cracker Jacks was the hero. I'll make sure to, um... Very nice. So, that ends the battle. Mike, I need to know one thing. Hmm. What happens first? Do I blink back? Do I do a death saving throw? Or do I take heals? You blink back, take heals, no death saving throw. Cool. Plus five is 13 points of health. They all happen at the same time. The only reason it would be a problem is if you died. It would have been a five. 13 points of health, though. Ugh. And then I don't blink. I blink back to hit the real play. <laughs> so there's a, a bead on the corpse of the. Oh, you'll find this. Okay. Um, so you heal. I assume Honey would move it over to um, Barry, and Barry would heal, so everyone would be back up, I believe. Uh, Kira and Barry were down, so she takes care of them. Oh yeah, and I'm sure she healed Kira. Yeah, So everyone's back up. You're just not looking wonderful, but everything's dead. To to how many HP? Three D six. We roll it ourselves. Yeah. Are the puppies all in different stances? Uh, yeah. I will take a picture of them if you want. <gasps> yeah, they're cute little puppies. <laughs> and then we're going to play with them. For Hello. 58 minutes. Yeah. Okay, so, Raksha, uh, your babies let you know that they are indeed your babies. <gasps> Yay! Uh, you do realize that since they have come from Valhalla, they are deceased. Aww. But they explain to you that you've been gone a long time, they lived good lives, and they died protecting their family. In, well, that's still really sad. I'm in, not a fan of that. In older <laughs> age. How long have we been gone? Uh, the Feywild time works weirdly. Uh, are they still going to be alive in the Thorny Grove? Guys, we gotta finish this, like, ASAP. I know, this is, like, the saddest thing I ever heard. (laughs) But once a week, you can summon your babies to fight with you. I know, but that's once a week. And Champion (laughs) might be able to take you to the uh, astral plane to visit them. Yeah, (gasps) I could actually do that. That would be really nice. Look how cute they are. Tell them to set up shop near the Rainbow Bridge. That's where I can get us to. And they can be great friends with, uh, with your badgers. Flotsam and Jetsam? Yes. So, yeah. you guys find some magic items. Whoa. Nope, I'm playing with the puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Who's recording? I'll write it down. Uh, I'm adding them to your, because they were made. Google Doc. No, they were made 
pretty much for specific people where they want to make sense on other. So, how do you? Hmm? I'm adding them to your character sheets. Is it going to affect us already having it open? No, shouldn't. <laughs> Might have to hit a reload, but shouldn't be too bad. One, two. So on the hag, uh, you guys find well on on the hag, Kara, you see a necklace that looks like it would be perfect for you. Um, let's see. Um, I'm gonna uh, try to say, hey, look at that necklace, and uh, uh, see if my voice came back after I died. Uh, it did. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll let it come back after you died, since you died. Um, yeah, if the, the pink bubbles came out, I just would have hit you with a dispel magic. Yeah. So, Kira, on the hag, you recognize this beautiful brooch. It looks almost vampiric in nature. You're like, that's cool. I'm a bat. I bite things. I like it. Um, Champion, on one of the steel predators, you notice there's a little barrel around its neck. Like those rescue dogs. Like the St. Bernard's, even though they don't actually have those in real life. But, yes. They do in cartoons. They do in cartoons. Champion is getting his own fanny pack. Honey, do D and D, and that's the important part. Honey, is that is that honey you smell? I will snuffle along the ground until I find the honey. You snuffle along the ground, and you kind of find your way over to this corner, or like right behind, right behind the throne. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a staff. It's just a wooden staff, and on the top is like a gnarled knot. I know I use the word gnarled a lot because you guys made fun of it in episode three. Um, no, dude, no, that's gnarly. I hate you, but that's <laughs> really good. And on the gnarl, on on the burl, we'll call it a burl, uh, there's a little hole, and you can hear buzzing inside. Um, I'm going to use the staff to the woodlands to cast. Wait, first I'm going to pull out the lantern of revealing. Okay. And I'm going to see, it looks bigger on the inside, and there are a lot of bees working, and they are making honey. speak for the queen. May I speak with the queen? Roll perception or persuasion. Ooh, that's a beat. Only the owner of the staff may speak with the queen. Who is the owner of the staff? You Before hear. they answer, I grabbed the staff and I said, trick question, it's me. <laughs> if you truly are the owner of the staff, you would know the magic word. Yeah, I have to attune to it. I'm going to drop speak with animals and just carry the staff with me. Okay. So at this point, just for uh, some visuals for now, I'm dual wielding staffs. Oh, and you have like three other staffs on your back too. Yeah, yeah, but I've got the bee staff in one paw and the the staff of the woodlands in the other paw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like a like a bear cupine. Like a bear cupine. Okay. Cool. Cool. So what are you guys doing? So Mike, is that thing just essentially a bag of holding? No. No. Do I have to? Does it feel like I if I like pat it around? Do I feel like I have to attune to it or spend some time with it to figure out what it does? Uh, go into your yes, it does require attune. It's my inventory. It should be under your equipment. And after refresh, I'm those. my patron. Whenever we do rest, I'm gonna deattune to the ring of spell turning and attune to the new spell. Whoa! Because I don't care what it is, I want it. Dude, are you serious? Did you make that up, or is that in the book somewhere? I made it up. What's it do? Inside of the barrel is a liquid that regenerates daily at dawn. The barrel's liquid can be drank. I don't know if it's as an action. Yeah. As an action to give the use of No, no, as a bonus. User. Not, no, not, not as an action or bonus action. It's just because of what it does, it wouldn't require anything to drink it. Oh, uh, the barrel's liquid can be drank to give the user the effects of an action surge for 1d4 rounds. After the number of rounds has been completed, the creature gains one point of exhaustion. Dude. It essentially gives him two actions per round and one point of exhaustion at the end of it. This That's is everything awesome. Honey ever wanted. Hmm? This is everything Honey ever wanted. I can I can cast Infestation at will without using any charges. I can cast Animal Messenger, Giant Insect, Hero's Feast, Insect Plague, Plant Growth, Reincarnate, and Spare the Dying. And it's got a crap ton of charges. The Spare the Dying? For a flavor text, a bee delivers a drop of honey to someone and restores them to one healing. Nice. Whoa. Um, the 
Some what what did you say on there? They all have different amounts. Oh, look at your wisdom. When you why don't you equip that bad boy and attune to it? It's equipped. It's what's your wisdom? It's now plus six. It was plus four, right? Mm-hmm. It gives me an extra plus two to wisdom, dude. I am unstoppable. <laughs> And keep in mind, that makes your spell DC save go up to, I think, 19. I think you're right. Um. That's what mine is. If we're, if we're attuning to things and we're, like, calling it like we took a rest, I want to swap out the spells in the spell ring, um, because we fight in too many houses to have call lightning in here. Right. That's true. Also, I feel oh. like the DM just gave us presents. So, Kira, right. did you, did you see yours? Who, me? Kira. She's muted again. Still muted. Backup. Backup. Sorry, I just had it muted so there's no background noise and I forgot I was muted. Um, do I need to reload the page to see it? Because I don't yeah. see it. It seems. It inventory. seems that way. Let's hit that reload. Loading. Ha ha ha! Yes, I do see it. Oh ho ho ho! Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. So I have a brooch, brooch, brooch of vampiric protection. Um. When I cause damage to an enemy, I gain half of that damage as temporary hit points. These hit points don't stack, but the highest number is kept until overwritten by a higher number. They last until I take a long rest and are used before my natural hit points. I could definitely use that. <laughs> yeah, you really need that. Also, yeah. vampire bat. You're <laughs> that not is officially awesome. a vampire bat. I'll have to bat. attune to that, too, on our rest. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty freaking good. I tried to deal with the weaknesses you guys might have. Yeah, clearly you did. Thank you. <laughs> Major presents. <laughs> Raksha just got the horn, so she didn't need a present. And Barry's the one I'm trying to k- get everyone up to the standard of. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's not just the spells. I can also send a swarm of bees to attack. So I'm getting like big Wickerman vibes, and I'm trying not to just scream, not the bees, at the top of my lungs. So this is me being very polite about my Nicolas Cage reference. But it's amazing that you can attack people with a swarm of bees. I support that. Honey is very happy right now. So, uh, Frank, you were there. to eat honey out of the sack? Yeah. Nice. Um, be careful, though, because you there, there could be poisonous honey, too, sometimes. Oh. If the honey is red, leave it. I don't know. If the honey's red, you'll be dead. Yeah. If the honey's yellow, you're okay, fellow. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite thing ever. So, Frank, the swarm of bees, I think you would recognize. Uh, do you remember John's game where I played a cobbled inventor? Oh, yeah. S- uh, squirt? Yeah, squirt. It's basically when you would throw the wasp nest. Nice. So, Mike, could you make up every last one of these? Yeah. That's awesome. The bees live in a pocket dimension. Oh, my goodness. It just gets better. Now, Mike, when I use the liquid from the barrel of the St. Bernard, can I use my bend luck to add a d4 to it? I don't know. We'll have to figure that one out. No, of course not. It's not an attack roll or anything. I'm joking. What do you mean? Oh, um, that's just a flavor thing. Oh, okay. There's something else. Uh, oh, when you cast, some of these have things that... I didn't know you could do that. I've been sitting here looking up the spells on the items. No. Um, some of them have tags that I wrote things into, and I don't know where you find them. But when you use Animal Messenger, a bee flies off, and because I base them off of the... Um, uh, which bee did I base them off of? The Mayan bees? They're stingless bees, so they're bite instead of sting. I was everything. wondering about that. Um, but all the females have the potential to be queens, so when you send off a bee messenger, it creates a, a colony and does not return. Fascinating. Um, so... That's my piece. That's not necessarily... Are they still my friends? Do I have multiple colonies of friends all over the world? You would have to... Once you attune to them, you start to have to have to have a relationship with them. Dude, you know I'm gonna task speak with animals and talk to them every night, right? Yeah. 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 These bees are how many are there? Bees. As long as the queen is there, you'll have an unlimited number of bees. Unlimited friends. I was gonna say that is the best possible thing for honey. Unlimited friends. That she can send off to just make little colonies of friends that she can talk to. Honey so tell- is very happy. So this means if I action surge, I could hit three Eldritch Blast, which would be nine bolts, like, in combat. That's 18 rolls in the wild magic table. At least he's throwing it in there. What's that, Frank? If, if I action surge, 
and I Eldritch Blast, Eldritch Blast, quick and spell Eldritch Blast. That's 18 rolls in the Wild Magic. So don't do that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm bummed out that even all three of them proc. Uh, it makes it so much harder to hit things with them, guilt-wise. No. No. Not with your ability to choose which one. Um, am I hearing a squeaky toy, and is it Raksha playing with her babies? <laughs> so wait, do we want to, so I, I think we're about to wind down here. Do we just want a long rest in the pyramid? Anybody uh, adverse to long resting in the pyramid? I mean, maybe not in the mud. I'd appreciate getting out of the mud, but yeah. Not a mud, but, you know, it's a big, big room. So are you long resting inside the pyramid? Yeah. I think okay. so. From what we gathered from Kira trying to bluff her way in, there's really no reason for other hags to come in here. They all have their own plans, so. Good point. Uh, so this is cool, cool, okay. We'll set up guards. I think we can take watches just to watch that main entrance. Whoa. Um, you're all level 15. Holy guacamole. Eighth level spell slot. Dang. Nothing else changes. Oh, I learned a new spell, so that's fine.
immediately summoning maximum wolves. <laughs> I like that they're your kids. Now they can be like, next time if you only roll like six, they'll be like, yeah, they don't, they're in the room. They don't want to come out. <laughs> These are my when, favorite kids. When I saw like the second four, I was like, yes, I get the plus two. <laughs> Best thing ever. Oh, we almost died. I know, but then the puppies came. <laughs> it was kind of the crucial time to summon the puppies. Indeed. Well, when I saw that, like, three of us were down, and then I had one hit point, I was just like, well, this is it. Can't hold anything back. I need my family around me now. <laughs> so you get some quality time with your pups. I'm sure, you know, they don't blame you for leaving. They know it wasn't your fault. They got along pretty good. They had a good life. Sometimes in the wild, people are taken from you, and it's just part of life. Circle of life. Circle Insert of life. Lion King song here. <laughs> but they're glad that they have the chance to see you, even if it might only be once a week, and not all of them at the same time, unless Champion, you know, brings you with him sometimes, because they know about the Badgers. Yeah, I could totally do that. Yay! You'll have to come up with ten wolf names for your children. I love how there's so many different poses, too. I know. I know. When I saw that, I was like, oh, that killed me. Uh, Let me see. There was something. You guys find something. I got to see what it says. You find a message that was sent out recently uh, that um, the group of creatures was seen entering the the thorny labyrinth towards, uh, what's her name? Murky Patsy Slimeheart? Yeah, Murky Patsy Slimeheart's den. And to be on the lookout, because if she can't hold them off, they may be coming for you. Which may have been why um, this one was so suspicious when Kira was mimicking Murky Patsy Slimeheart. Well, that and the fact that she was... And you see there is a a message that says, um, we have... All of the children, since we have just secured Emilio. And that's where the note ends. Emilio. Emilio. Hey, Raksha, Emilio was one of your kids, right? No. Wait, 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 wait. What? Does that name say Emilio? Yeah. Champion starts, like, running around looking for any scrap of paper and, like, just digging, like, in dirt around the thorn and freaking out. You good? You good, Champion? Uh, it's probably... Just a coincidence. Um, Emilio was the name of my master when I lived in the Spring Court. Oh. So, I mean, he wasn't a kid. I mean, I really can't, not great with human ages, but I didn't think he was a kid. We got a, somebody call the River King or the Bear King or some king and figure out where we're going next. Um, I, was it, was this note signed by anybody, by the way, Mike? Uh, this one wasn't signed because, uh, with, you would assume that since they seem to know you were on their trail. They don't want to leave any more clues. Okay. But, but, partway into your first watch, um, well, you hear some sounds coming into the pyramid. I go invisible. Kayla, Kayla's on watch, right? Or Rox is on watch? Rox, I was thinking, yeah. oh, Rox took first watch. I took second. That's right. Are you waking us up, Rox? There's weird noises outside. Yeah, I nudge. Cool. Barry's real mad. He did not get his nap in. Barry will deal with it. <laughs> Barry goes invisible. Yeah, champion goes invisible after he wakes up. He wasn't sleeping well anyway. Okay. Um, Raksha, you recognize these people. So you see you see a group of people, including um, Orin, the Green Lord, uh, the Bat King, the Oak Lord, the Bear King, the River King, the Dryad Queen, and Tertresa. So I tell Barry, it's Tertresa, because I knew how much he likes her. And then I look at, or try to find Champion, and but he's invisible. So I'm like, hey, look, there's one of the kings you're requesting. <laughs> I drop invisibility. Yeah, there they are. Barry turns visible and limps over to Tertresa to beg for scratches. Because uh, he's still pretty pitiful looking. Tertresa will dump some healing into you. Mm. Tertresa's the best. In some of her scratches. Tertresa is the best. Um, Mike, when I, Mike, when I found the barrel of St. Bernard, was there liquid in it? You would assume the liquid had been drank for the day. 
So at dawn, it will refill. Um, Teresa says to Barry, uh, we told you we were coming in a week. Has it been a week? It's been six days-ish. Ah, uh-huh. Barry and Catherine have no sense of time right now. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a number of days. Tomorrow will be the day, the well tonight will be the sixth night. Um, so I guess six days. Tomorrow will be the seventh day. Uh, with everything that went on, we left slightly early, but we had to stay for how long we had to stay. We're headed towards the spring court now. Well, not now. We were going to take a rest if you'd allow us to stay here. Uh, you know what? And then, um, Champion casts Investiture of Flame and just fire rips out through his fur and he looks like he's on fire. He goes, how about, you you know, tell us everything you know before I get angrier. What do you mean? Who, which kids are missing? Why are you going to the Spring Court? Which hag is in the Spring Court? The, the hag in the Spring Court would be, um, what's her name? Uh, uh, Biting Jody Woodscrambler. Mm-hmm. And did you know she was abducting children and other people? What do you mean she's abducting children? I mage hand the um, note over to them that mentioned Amelia. Read it. Why are they abducting children? I mean, well... The I... king said to the dog. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Because I was talking as church recently. The group as general in general. Okay, I'm well, she's, she's not a king. Um, hags always kind of abduct children. They're not often from the Feywild, but sometimes they are. They're, they're, you know, they're an evil that exists within the Feywild. The Feywild is not all fairy tales and fireflies. Well, two less of them exist now. That's good, because they seem to have been... Well, one, I think they were in a coven, based on things you've said. And two, they seem to be up to something, but I don't know what. It's definitely dangerous, and honestly, it's terrifying. They're already at our level. They might get worse. So, nothing weird happened while we were all, you know, cleaning up out here, back at the court. There was no, nobody else got, I don't know, murdered, abducted, maybe. Nothing, nothing else has happened by the court. Just word of uh, a dead green hag and that um, there was help on a farm that, you know, I think the Bear King sent you to, right? Yeah. Yeah, why 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 did why did we get sent to that farm again just to murder some folks? Uh I believe you were screaming about some promise of boots. I think that's why you got sent to the farm. That does sound like her. Yeah. So but it's so 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 instead of instead of giving me boots, you had to send me over the river and through the woods to kill something that had boots that I just happened to take. Barry and the Bear King speaks up. Barry you lived in the Feywild for a while. You might re- not remember it, but do you think anything comes easy here? No, I thought solving the murder is whatever. <laughs> Barry's grumpy, and he just sort of curls up and goes to sleep. I don't understand. The Bear King goes, I don't understand why you're angry with us. We've given you information as much as we have. We've given you transport. We've given you protection as much as we could. We asked you to fight these battles, and you're doing quite well. I don't understand the anger. Raksha goes, and then just, like, turns and sticks her tail up and walks away. Okay. Penny is commuting with the bees. Gotcha. (laughs) Champion, who is still on fire, and, like, it is bright, like, bright, brightly lit around him for 30, like, 60 feet, takes, like, a couple steps forward and goes, um, in the interest of your own self-preservation, if any harm comes to a man named Emilio from the Spring Court, I cannot promise my violence will be restricted to hags and quicklings. Okay, uh, we can send word home. Do you know where Emilio lives? Uh, I would then describe the area I remember spending most of my time in. Like near, it's like it's by a bend in a river, like stuff like that, if I have any recollection. Okay, yeah. They say um, that's that's pretty close to the center of the uh, spring court. So we can send someone out to check on him. If you want, we can spend the night here, and then tomorrow we can show you where another hag that we know of is that lives in the forest. Um, she's about two days from here. The, uh, the, the fires go out on Champion. He goes, another hag. Right. Good. I'm about to lose my cool, so that's actually good. Yeah, so tomorrow. Did anyone else notice those lines in the sky outside? 
honey is deep in conversation yeah. right now, so. With no. bees? Yes. Do you mean the things that looked like they were crashing into the center of the fake court? Yeah. Barry's yeah. still pretending to be asleep, but, like, his ears are twitching when people talk. He's clearly not asleep. They almost look like golden thread across the sky. That's a later Raksha problem. Current Raksha is sleeping. <laughs> That's for tomorrow, Raksha. <laughs> and what do you know about the connection between hags and golden thread? Well, before now, there hasn't been much of a history of hag covens, especially between different hags in the Feywild. And now we find out there's a hag coven and weird things are appearing in the sky. Barry asks without opening his eyes or moving at all. Um, this, how long ago did we kill the hag? This hag? Hours. Yeah, like a couple hours, like maybe an hour or two. So, so yeah, so Barry like flicks his ears and goes, anything interesting happened a few hours ago with this guy? No. Mm. Well, I don't mean to <clears throat> accidentally insult any of my friends here, but we're all pretty simple creatures. If there's a connection between the hags and the thing in the sky, dead hags would probably solve that problem. Uh, that that would be a good guess. So if you're up for it, tomorrow we can take you to the next hag. After that, if you want, on the way down through the spring court, we can stop at our castle and hopefully we'll have word back by then. See, like I said, tomorrow problem. Uh, yeah, I've never ever been accused of being a leader of this group, but I'm just going to say yeah. It's been a long day. Mm -hmm. When it comes to, like, the Feywilds, you're pretty much the, the most knowledgeable person we've got, so... Yeah, well, you lose a leg, you learn some stuff. Alright, well, we're gonna go sleep by the throne. Be careful, if you get too close, I might set myself on fire again. And I turn around and walk towards the throne. Okay, you know, you do what you gotta do. Barry's very cozy, but in solidarity, he gets up and follows Champion. (laughs) Okay, and that's where we'll end it for tonight. Remember to uh, level up for next week. Uh, Sir, 15 sorcery points. Think of some stuff you might want to ask the bees so I can prepare it for next week, because honestly, I, I don't know how much uh, roleplay I'm going to, or improv I'm going to do on the spot. I mean, I, um, I, I, saw I can't find the dude's name that I came up with. Um, I, I wrote it down somewhere, but obviously not here, so if you come up with a name for my guy, that's cool. Just I think you text texted me. it to me. I'm not sure if it's on Facebook or in the messages. No, I sent you a name that I found in my notebook, but you said it was one of the names you had for one of your characters, and I couldn't find any other names in my notebooks, so... No, I said it wasn't. Oh, man, Mike, I almost fully missed when you said Emilio in that note. It took yeah. me like a solid 20 seconds to be like, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, that name. Everyone around the table was looking around like, who is Emilio? I was like, somebody knows who Emilio is. So Kayla, I guess start like a tracker or something. This is This is night one. I can track that for you if you want, Kayla. I'm already tracking the figurine of Wondrous Power. Oh, okay. Um, before we go, like, fully to sleep, who has leftover spell slots and wants to fill up this ring? I have Boom. slots. What do you want? I, I got, I got slots if you want some offensive spells that don't require a lot of concentration and give you a fireball or two. Or just one, because it's five levels. Oh, heal spell? so an hour into you guys laying down and getting ready to sleep, you hear, um... A weird sound, and you look over, and the hag's corpse is gone. Can you describe the weird sound in any kind of detail? Uh, Barry, you've heard this sound before when the spell was cast on you. It was a banishment, and you could probably assume that while she was in that time freeze, uh, she had created a bead with the spell banishment in it. And she just banished herself? And when she was dead, um, it went off an hour later. Does she come back in a minute? That depends if she's naturally from the Feywild. Right, I figured she'd be the person to ask about that. Most hags are, but who knows? Do you, uh, Barry, do you want an offensive spell in there? Yeah, you'd know in a minute if she comes back. Yeah, so does she come back a minute later? That was the question. Um, I can put mass cure wounds in the ring, but that would be the only thing. That's a a level five. Yeah, but it's 3d8 for up to six creatures, as long as they're within 30 feet radius of each other. I'm thinking, because I've got heal, like, healing word's a good one. I'm trying to figure out if I want more, like, if it should be more lower level spells or, like, one big spell. How much have I, we used this so far? Not at all. Yeah. Um, what do we most like nope, to use? I used the mask cure wounds once, um, and I used the shield that was in it last time, and I would have used the call lightning if we were outside, so I have been using it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can hook you up with another shield. Yeah, shield is good, but then then I can't do mass cure wounds. So mass cure wounds is a oh, that's a that mass healing word is there. Yeah. What level is shield? First level. 
upcasting it doesn't do anything. So do you have mass healing? Uh, mass healing word? Yeah, I do, but it's fine. So mass healing word is third level. So I don't have it. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. I only have uh -huh. mass cure wounds. I mixed them up for a second. Got it. Um, I could put healing spirit in there. That's second level. Yeah, honestly. So that's three three levels of spells then. Yeah, so I've got shield. I've got healing spirit, second level. I don't know, magic missile or something? Something I can hit people from far away if I have to. I can give you a magic missile. That's level one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that'll do. Alright, shield, magic missile, right? and healing spirit. Shield, yeah. wait. Cool. You oh, wait, I have, two, level I have two, um... Right? I have two levels left, so I'll cast he the magic missile, I guess? Healing spirit's a level two. A, I'll give you a shield. I mean, I could give you a fireball. What is, what is fireball? Third level. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Well, then that would be just uh, the healing spirit and the fireball. Oh, what's healing spirit? Second level? Yeah. So if you wanted to keep shield, I could give well, you like a thunder wave. I can give you two shield and a magic missile a to go along with the healing spirit. Yeah, I think probably two shield and a magic missile is going to be all right yeah, because be then... Okay. Because I don't... Because AoE is... Okay. I'm usually in the middle of things anyway, or like oh, Kayla is. So I feel like it's better to have... Yeah, just remember if you want to use shield, like use it right away because it stays on for your whole turn. Yeah, and it's yeah no that's I yeah that happened to me this time because I had never used shield before and uh, I couldn't retcon it back to the first hit when I used it on the second so I'm I'm aware of that. Cool. Um, okay, cool. To my cool tentacle bracelet. Actually, shield is up until the start of your next turn, so like for a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Our party reunites with some of the quest givers and notice strange magic in the sky. They feel safe bedding down in the home of the recently killed hag and Raksha sees her babies. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. Check us out at nat20hippo at gmail.com, crithippo.com. You can get all our links for all of our social media there. Reach out to us, talk to us. We love to hear from you. And we'll see you next week with another episode. I can probably announce that around Christmas time, we're going to release a Christmas one-off that we happen to do uh, in lieu of a normal episode. Maybe I could throw another normal episode in there. It depends how hard I want to work around the holidays. But again, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Oh.